Welcome to the Travel Lounge podcast with the travel expert Sarah Slattery and award-winning travel journalist and broadcaster Ed Finn. Every week we will bring you the latest happenings from holidays at home to exciting places and destinations around the world. We will also have some special guests joining us from time to time. So sit back and relax in the exclusive Travel Lounge and we'll call you when your flight is boarding. So today, hello everybody, today we're going to talk about Lisbon. The reason we chose Lisbon is because both Ed and myself were there over the last year. I had kids in tow and Ed was there having a great time, I'd say, on his own for six days and I was there for three days. So I think between the two of us, we probably got Lisbon pretty much covered. So hopefully we'll give you lots of insight, things to do, places to go, where to eat, drink and all that. Yeah, Sarah, and I have to say that Lisbon really deserves all the praise that comes its way. I had a fantastic time there again. I think it's one of the best cities. I know it's very popular these days, but I just think it's one of the best cities to enjoy as a city break. And of course, you're right on the sea as well, which is lovely. And I did a few days over in Costa Caperica. I stay there in the trip Costa Caperica, which was lovely. And, you know, you just take the ferry over if you want, or you can just take an Uber, actually, which was like about 12 euros, which was great. And I found the value for money was amazing. Yeah, I found it. I couldn't believe the prices myself, especially now. It seems everywhere you go at the moment seems to have gone up in price, but... I found the prices in Lisbon really, really good. And also, it's it's very reasonable to get there. There's so many flights now between Aer Lingus, Ryanair and Air Portugal. It's really accessible. Airfares are cheap, hotels are cheap and the cost of living on the ground is good. So it's a really good value city break destination, I think, as well. So, Sarah, what would you say to people if you haven't been to Lisbon before, 48 hours in Lisbon, blah, blah, <laughs> blah. What's your top tips? Well, I, I know you did the tram tour. I suppose probably one of the most popular things to do in Lisbon is get the number 20 tram. It's a public tram and I know Ed, you did that so you can maybe talk about that. Mm. But I kind of saw it a little bit differently. We had the kids with us so we we took a private tuk-tuk tour and it's obviously more expensive than a public tram but it was really, really handy. Very great with the kids you know, get to kind of go where you want to go within the hour or two hours and we actually went with a lovely, he was a travel journalist believe it or not, Tiago's his name. I have his Instagram handle on the post on the website if anybody wanted to look him up but he was great. He basically I had the poor guy wrecked now stop here for photos take here they want the best Instagram spots and he did he was just really really good brought us everywhere so I thought the Tuk Tuk tour was really good particularly if you have a group because it brings the cost down or you're travelling with kids but I know I suppose that the tram is is the, the number one thing to do Yeah I mean like to be honest with you just be, to say at the start right the Lisbon card is your only man when yeah. you're in Lisbon right it's it's one of the cheapest cards that I've come across in terms of cities that do them yeah. um, it's from 1995 for 24 hours now that gives you free transport on all the metro, subway, buses, trams, the lifts, which are those special lifts. There's a fabulous lift that goes up the Karas line. It can you can even go to Sintra, Cascais, and as well it goes all the way to Setubal or whatever. So it's really really nice, and it's really just brilliant. Now you get discounts on museums as well and stuff like that. But I found that to be brilliant. Now the trams, as we were saying there, I mean they were originally kind of horse drawn way of getting around the Portuguese capital, and then they went fully electric in 1902. The red the Electricos, as it was called, de Lisboa. It had 27 lines at its peak in like 1959. Then it kind of went downhill a bit, but now it's coming back up. Now the six existing lines are growing again. And you were saying there, sir, the 28, I suppose, is probably one of the most famous because it yeah. goes to all the main areas, the Barra de Alto, the, you know, the, the old areas, the old quarters, and, and really is so iconic, those yellow trams. Yeah. 
And, you know, like you said, Instagram heaven, everyone has taken pictures yeah. and fallen off them and stuff like that. So. <laughs> yeah, no, in fairness, it's, I mean, that's amazing value because I certainly, you know, I'm usually good at kind of, you know, finding the good, finding the deals and all that, as you know. But yeah, we probably didn't do it that way when we were in Lisbon. Maybe it was the fact that we kids and we just wanted to kind of the most, the easiest route or took the easy way out. But I, I remember we couldn't get the train to Sintra at the time or whatever happened, we ended up getting an Uber for 25 euro. So like, to be able to get to Sintra on that card like considering we spent 25 euro up and 25 yeah. euro back on an Uber like that will show you the, obviously the benefit of it and to be able to go out to Qashqai's and all the other lovely places as well yeah definitely I, I'd agree with you there I only kind of wish I took your advice at the time yeah and just to give people an idea just quickly right the comp- like the 28 it ticks off all those iconic boxes but the well known starting point there would be the Prasa Martin Moniz and like you can expect a few bit of queuing there right so if you go early it's good. Now, it's obviously very, very touristy and the whole journey like is, you know, it's quite long. So it, people stay on it for ages and they just stay on the tram. Yeah. And there's loads of people shouting and roaring. You have to get on the front. You know, it's jammers always. So it's not if it's roasting hot, it's not yeah. great. But a stunning stop is the Portas du, du Sol, which is gates to the sun. And along the way, that gives you this amazing vantage point over the city. So you can see amazing views of the rooftops in Alfama. And then you'll see the winding, the Tagus River. You'll be able to see how that kind of winds its way. So that's a real so the gates to the sun Portas well, do Sol that's a definite must stop photograph that, that's amazing because everybody says the Castello does the, the Sao George I don't know how you pronounce it that's the that's mm. the photo stop and we were told that was the number one photo stop and it is amazing it's the castle right up the top you do yeah. have to go there as well but I thought that the Portas de Sol was the best stop as well I actually wrote that in my article that's gas now we haven't talked yeah. about this before <laughs> no, we, we started yeah. guys but yeah I would totally agree with you our Tuk Tuk guy mm. brought us there and I just thought it was amazing and that little garden that you go into before Beforehand, it's absolutely stunning, and the views. Yeah, yeah that, and I, I have to say, I totally agree. And that was my favorite. Yeah, no, spot, definitely. Photo spot yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. same as me. And it's a, and probably as well. I mean, the whole area down by the port as well, where the cruise ships come yeah. in. If you walk all down there, I mean, that's really really nice as well. And I love that area. It's quieter. It's amazing how close it is. Just for anybody who is stopping, is on doing a cruise and stopping in Lisbon, you literally get off the cruise ship, and within a few minutes, you're in the center of Lisbon. It's really really good. It's one of those. It's one of the closest I've seen actually ports to, to city centre yeah. it's literally just a, a few minutes walk away and right beside was, that big main square yeah and exactly and where I was staying in the Editry Hotel now which is really really cool they have about eight or nine hotels in Portugal it's a big red building it was a train station it was a convent before that it's absolutely fabulous they've retained all the sort of train features inside you know the old stuff yeah. big huge kind of walls and stuff. but you can have rooftop views or city view and then you've got a river view as well but that was like five minutes walk to as a to the cruise ships that were in at the time so I mean that's a really good one and it's a five star but in terms of prices I mean they have rates there from by the way from about 160 a night I mean compared to five star prices yeah. you pay here or in other cities Sorry what was the name of it again? The Editry Yeah it's really okay. nice yeah, The Editry Riverside Okay and uh, E-D-I-T-O-R-Y but that's a really really good one and I loved it the location is brilliant and you're right beside yeah. a train station there as well so in fact you can hop on the metro there as well which yeah. is great you know, a very good location I must add that one to my list now I didn't know we stayed in a Martin Hall uh, Chiado which is a family apartment now they're amazing they're right in Chiado in that old town which is, I think is one of the nicest parts of Lisbon it's right just below Barrio Dalto there it's, it's gorgeous and the apartments were amazing couldn't say enough good things about them if it's, particularly if you've young kids like the attention to detail well Martin Hall is one of the best resorts for families with young kids anyway they have a couple on the Algarve as well they've one in Cascais but yeah the Lisbon apartments were fabulous couldn't recommend them highly enough 
But mm. it, it, it's a more of a family stay now than than obviously what you what yeah you were the, the industry is really nice. I mean, in fact, I just looked there. I see there. It's actually they're from, they've rates from one hundred and forty nine a night. I was actually putting them yeah. up a bit there, but yeah. even cheaper. But um, the Editry Riverside Hotel. But you know, you're, it's like it's it's unique as well because you're staying kind of in a train station, yeah. but literally just behind it, with all these amazing little restaurants and bars as well. Not touristy, and just like cheapest chips. It's That's so. Is cheap. that Alfama where all those Fado bars and all that are around? Yeah, there. it was. It's 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 right down at the it's the it's the Grassa it's the Grassa area of Lisbon okay. so yeah very very nice Did you go to any of those Fado bars? I didn't because I suppose with the kids but they looked really cool I believe there's, there's all sorts of cool sing sing songs and live sessions and everything Yeah and amazing time. but yeah. you know where, where I did go actually right was there's an Irish guy called Peter O'Connor and he opened up himself and his wife the lovely wife Joanna they opened an amazingly cool cocktail bar called Onda now it won Time Out Bar of the Year it's won all these awards it's amazing you feel like you're in Paris you could be in like Portugal you could be in all these places but they, the mixologist guy there makes these cocktails which are absolutely incredible I never tasted cocktails like them I yeah. mean what goes into them like from the mountains of Borneo you know to like yeah. you know the leaf of this plant or whatever I mean I like, can't remember them all but he, he's done an amazing job now he used to work in Diageo so his whole background was in, in alcohol yeah. and cocktails I suppose and drinks and stuff yeah. you know but he's brought all this to, to one place and there's a great story behind the whole the whole bar there but O-N-D-A it's called Onda and it's really really nice now that's in the lovely Grassa area of Lisbon okay. again as well so in fact that's just kind of up behind where I was saying to you about the editry yeah. the editry is right down on, on the riverfront actually okay. as it's called Riverside there as well but really a really fabulous place and you, people go in there and they literally try all the cocktails you know and it's like you're in your granny's lounge it could be they've decorated it so well but something lovely and that's yeah. one thing I found as well about Lisbon was um, as we were saying earlier I mean just great prices you know yeah. the value was just terrific so yeah. it was really good even in places that were supposed to be kind of expensive I'll have to go back with the girls I think to try a lot but the food as well the restaurants I assume you went to Time Out Market did you? Yeah now of course Time Out Market is brilliant I mean you know very commercial but still is really it's the original really cool. one it is yeah it is the original you know. one exactly and I think what's really cool I mean for people that don't know I mean it's located in the Mercado de Ribiera as you said that was yeah. the old market there in Cais de Sodre in Lisbon again just across from the train station yeah. but amazing like you can have anything from crocodile to paella to yeah. you know paellas whatever but, and of course all the Portuguese traditional stuff but the seafood yeah. Asian food everything and anything that you can you could imagine but fabulous we loved it and you know I think it's a really good place to go on your first day because yeah. you know when you get off the flight and you're sort of you don't know whether you're hungry or not hungry you're probably up at four in the morning or whatever you are it's a really handy one because it's food all day long you'll always get a table and it has if you know some you know, I often find when you're traveling somebody wants I don't know a burger where somebody else wants your authentic Portuguese dish it's really one of those markets that has something for everyone yeah. uh, and and as I said you'll always get a table and for anyone who doesn't know the, the history of timeout markets there now there's lots of them around the world now I wish we had one here but um, we've the marina market in Cork oh here we go <laughs> oh, I was there last week that take now, it's go. actually it's actually the marina market in Cork I actually went there recently it's great it's I great I have to say now it's not bad at all I'll there have you to go. right I'll have to go but what's really good about the timeout market is like you have really really top restaurants fighting to get in yeah. you have to fulfil a lot of different criteria about the produce being local and locally sourced and all this kind of thing and also if the standard slips so if you're in there and your standard slip you'll get thrown out so you know that all the restaurants there are actually going to be good and top quality so yeah I would definitely you know some people think because it's kind of there's a few of them around the world now and it's almost nearly considered a chain 
saying. I think mm. people think that the standard isn't good, yeah, but it's the, actually really, really good it food. It is. And the thing is, right, as you said, they're it's completely authentic. Now, sardine season, for example, right? I mean, what do you have to do when you go to, to Lisbon or to Portugal? You mm. have to have the sardines, best in the world, and you have to drop a Mateus Rosé, right? So that's the two things, yeah. the famous bottle. And the pastel or the, yes. the pasta de nata or whatever yes, they call it, the custard they're, they're everywhere. They're, yeah. they're all over the place. But just to give you an idea there in terms of people about prices, the sardine season, I said, it's kind of open now. And one of the best places I've had in the time of place, Monte Mar. And again, I mean, just to give people an idea, five big sardines, beautifully grilled and crispy and a side for 13 euro. And, um, you know, it was really good. And mm. they also do classics like, you know, cockle rice, which is also delicious. Yeah. But that was just such good value. And again, you know, I mean, like they do the special, you know, that other thing they do, the dish with the meat, the bun in it, with the crispy fried sardines as well. Um, it's called Felicidade or something, what the name, that's like 10.50 and it's like, it's like a fish burger, right? Yeah. But it's a sardine burger and I hadn't had it before. Again, like just absolutely yeah. yummy, like delicious. And of course you get all your sauces. There's plenty stuff. of burgers and chips as well for anybody who, uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably is. Wagyu beef burgers or yeah, something. Yeah. But yeah, no, there's plenty of, there's food for, there's lish, there's Asian as well, you know, if somebody yeah. wanted, you know, curry or yeah. noodles or. And amazing ice creams, like the ice yeah. creams, wow. So there's everything yeah. there. Yeah. We went with the kids and it's actually really good for families as well, I must say. Yeah. Uh, really, really good spot. But lots of really good food restaurants there. Did you go up to um, LX Factory? No, I went right down to where the Bellum, I went right down on the boat the whole way. Yeah. And in fact, that was really good, but I didn't go to that factory. No. Yeah. Bellum is actually one of the, another must uh, visit spots in Lisbon, but it's a bit outside the centre. But halfway between Lisbon and Bellum is this place called LX Factory, another place I'd highly recommend. It was like, it's like an old factory complex that dates back to 1846, I think. Um, but it's now a real trendy neighbourhood. Like there's warehouses, offices, car parks, trucks, and they, they're now all ca cafes, restaurants. It's a big industrial kind of vibe. There's a market there as well. Like there's like, the buildings look like they're kind of half built. Like there's a bit of a stone wall with a, wi a window without a window. Kind of, you're kind yeah. of half in it's and like half It's like the Docklands in Dublin. It's, well, <laughs> well, a little bit kind of. <laughs> but it's really cool. And the restaurants and bars are so cool there. Completely different. Mm. We loved it. So we had lunch there and then we went to Belém afterwards. So it'd be a good way to combine the two. Yeah. But yeah, that's another Brilliant. great spot the, for food. And The other thing that I just want to say to people as well, really recommend it, the Yellow Bus Tour. It's actually the, the, the Yellow Bus Boat Tour. It's yellowbustours.com and the Yellow Boat Tour is brilliant. It's very, very reasonable and you can get on there from the 25th April Bridge, which is down by, just across yeah, from yeah. the big square and, and it takes in all of your, you know, your iconic monuments like, you know, Belém, you see the Jesus statue, you go under the bridge, you go down, you see both sides, you go right down to the Belém and then you come, you can come all the way back, but it's hop on, hop off. Very good. And it's really good value. I think it was like 20 euro or something and they do a deal with the Lisbon card as well. But that's really, really good. The yellow bus. And it's, it's really important. Like if you're in Istanbul, you do the Badras, you know, the, you do a tour on the river. You should definitely do something there yeah. on the river as well because the Tagus, because it was really, really cool. And as I said, it gives you the whole orientation. And we stopped in Belém, got off just by where you're talking yeah. about the, near the fact. And we actually got the bus back and yeah. we walked a bit back there just under the bridge. And again, it was all covered on the card, but it was brilliant. And uh, it's lovely. It's really nice. And it was enjoyable. And the kind of, there's a bit of it. It's only an hour and a half and your ticket's valid for 24 hours. Very good. And Belém is full of museums and monuments. And I mean, you could actually spend a day in Belém, couldn't you really? Yeah, yeah. And the, there's great views of the city as well. If you climb to the top of the Belém Tower. And so, yeah, that's that. that's kind of another I suppose, must see if you're going to Lisbon. And then I suppose staying with the outside the, the city theme, you kind of have to go to Sintra too, don't you? 
Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Amazing, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah oh absolutely God, incredible. Yeah. yeah. One thing as well that I did, right, and this year, which was really good, and I think for people next year would be a wonderful thing to do. It was back this year, the Rock and Rio concert in Lisbon, and it was absolutely brilliant. Now, there was amazing artists playing there, like Duran Duran, Aha. Yeah, you know, there was, oh God, I can't even remember half them, but I mean, it was just absolutely brilliant. Now, it was really, really good. It's huge, but it was done really well, and it was a fantastic concert. I don't go to that many concerts. The Black Eyed Peas were playing. Anita Sangola. Now she was brilliant. The Portuguese love her. Liam Gallagher was on. It's over two different weekends. But it's called Rock and Rio. And if you want to check that out, it's really great. Now it's on again. Obviously next year it was on in June this year. But it was brilliant. Duran yeah. Duran. Aha. Given away. Well, my considering age. the price of concert tickets here, it probably might be. You probably be cheaper to fly to Lisbon. Yeah, and go yeah. And see book well in advance and, and yeah. book your hotel. Then, yeah. But the, the whole the, place was full. But it's brilliant. And of course it originated in Brazil at Festival Rock and Rio. But it's really one of the best concerts now Very that I, I've been to. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, really good. Yeah. And we mustn't forget, of course, the, the summit, the old web summit's on every oh, year Jesus, as well. You know, yes, that, that, we could do that, that was stolen from Dublin as well. So if you're if you're a techie, yeah. uh, book that well in advance, by the yeah. way, as well. So. There's lots. Of, they, they built a whole, um, I think, for the expo. They built that, that whole area for the expo years ago. And the, the aquarium is out there where if you're traveling with kids, the aquarium is one of, if it's not the best, it's mm. I think it might be the second largest in Europe now. Uh, but it's a, like I've been to lots of aquariums, as you can imagine now with the kids on, on my travels it was always the go-to place when we were younger or when they were younger but it was actually really impressive it's like it's two floors and the way it's done the top floor is all like overland so you'd, you'd have I suppose you know turtles and things that would grow overland and then the the floor underneath is like symbolises underneath the water so it's it's really well done it's like it's, it's I have to say it's one of the best aquariums I've been to and there's a cable car down that way as well that's one thing about Lisbon like there's so much in the city centre that big main square you've got the old town you've got Alfama you've got all those terracotta rooftops and viewpoints and all that but then outside the, the city you've got the likes of that whole area where the aquarium is and the expo is then you've got Belém and then you've got Sintra so and then you can go along the coast to Cascais yeah, and, and uh, so uh, much Costa, Costa de Caparica just across the 35 kilometres of beautiful beaches and the most fabulous restaurants there for again the sardines but the you know your seafood and and they're hugely popular and yeah. again very unspoiled and you know very very cheap you mentioned earlier Uber as well Uber works really well in Portugal oh by God. the way and um, so it's cheap. very very cheap yeah so it's very handy so we, really good to download that app before you go and definitely use it we got an Uber back from Belém and it was like Fiverr I think it's really really cheap really handy if you kind of don't want to wait around for, for the bus or whatever it's so cheap but the one thing I'd say about Sintra is if you do get the public transport just be careful because when you arrive there then you know there's a bit of a trek up the, up to the top you'd yeah. want to be you'd want to be good on your feet so sometimes you know the Uber might sound expensive but it's very handy to be able to get it to go right up to the top now, we went years ago with the kids when we were staying in Cascais and we went to Quinta de Regalera which is amazing like a kind of middle earth you know hobbit kind of whole place that's fab as well but this time we went to the Penna Palace and it was absolutely stunning with the most gorgeous day mm. it was and you don't have to take the two, two hour you know me, I'm terrible for the old chores. I know you're much better <laughs> at museums and things like that than me. Well, But you, you can, we, we kind of skipped the tour a bit inside. But the regular park ticket allows you to go to all the outdoor porticos and all around, basically all the kind of photo ops and everything you mm. want to see in the Penna Palace. It's absolutely stunning. I'd highly recommend that. And as I said, don't think that by, by just buying the, the park entrance that you can't get in, you can't. So that's a good kind of saving tip as well. Brilliant. Well, I think, I think we both agree, Sarah, 
there that you'd be hard pressed. I've never chatted to anyone who'd visited Lisbon and hadn't rated it as one of Europe's yeah. kind of coolest, best cities. So I think that we can definitely agree that Lisbon yeah. is one of our top, top yes. recommendations and one of the coolest hoods in Europe. It's great, actually, that we both, we've both been in the last year, both with, you know, as I said, I went with the kids, you went. Like, it's great to have, you know, we both enjoyed it and both, you know, it is, it is definitely one of the, one of my favourites. And, and it's so accessible as well as it's going back to what we said at the beginning. So everybody should go. Yeah, absolutely. And do you want to give out, I mean, we can just give out, I suppose, websites there would be kind of handy for, I suppose, to give people an idea where the best places to go. I know visitportugal.com is a great one if you want to have a look at that. But I was talking about there earlier, the Lisbon card, very, very simple, lisboncard.com. And that's a really good one. And as again, yellowbustours.com for that boat trip I was recommending earlier as well. And of course, just in terms of airlines, you have loads of accessibility. Yeah. Ryanair, Aer Lingus and TAP yeah. all flight. So yeah. you, you can get there really easily. And of course, just north, you can fly to Porto as well. And we didn't even mention the trains. The trains are yeah. fabulous in Portugal. You can go on by train very cheaply. You can fly into Porto and we'll do the Porto another day because yeah. that's another great one. But um, for Lisbon, of course, you can get you can get there really, really easily. And it's, it's very affordable from 49 quid each way. Right, so that's Lisbon. Lisbon uncovered. Well done, Sarah. Yeah. OK, talk to you soon. <laughs> OK, bye. So thank you for joining us in the Travel Lounge. Listen, subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts. And happy travels. 